Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's C Sparky Pfeiffer, 1250 AM The Fan. Uh, check us out at 1250am Follow me at Sparky Radio. My guy, Ryan Horvath, on the phone for today's podcast on his way into BetMGM tonight to the studios out there in Washington, D.C. Catch him uh, weeknights, Monday through Friday. While the games are going on, make sure to check him, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashu out as well. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan Horvath. Uh, let's uh, get to confident, concerned, and curious. Uh, confident. What are we confident in, Ryan Horvath, for the Packers heading into this game against the Buccaneers at Lambeau Field coming up on Sunday? I am confident that it's going to be a rough day for Baker Mayfield. He is not going to have much success in this game. And I have two data points to tell me that, you know, like I believe um, it's like four touchdowns, three, no, it's like three touchdowns, six interceptions, something like that against green Bay, you know, played a little bit better with the Rams actually, if you remember the primetime game, but ultimately in the second half kind of fell apart. And then in the first matchup Christmas day, a couple years ago in, in at Lambeau field when he was with Cleveland, I mean, I know he's playing with an injured shoulder, but it was, it was rough. Yeah. You got some different parts on this defense. We never know who's going to be out there. Who's not going to be out there, but Joe Barry, uh, you know, obviously not a top five, top 10 coordinator in this league, but I think he's going to have Baker Mayfield all figured out in this matchup. I think uh, I'm confident that Baker Mayfield throws not one, but two interceptions in this game. And Rashawn Gary has uh, not one, but at least two sacks in this game. So it's going to be a rough day for Baker Mayfield in that uh, passing attack. Let's talk about what's happening right now as we record this. Practicing uh, currently for the Green Bay Packers, uh, according to Cassidy Hill, and Cassidy Hill is uh, the Green Bay Press Gazette, Elton Jenkins, A.J. Dillon practicing, Quay Walker, Aaron Jones, Jaden Reed, uh, Tay Wicks, and Eric Stokes all practicing today for the Green Bay Packers, not practicing, Christian Watson and Darnell Savage, if they go into this game only without Watson and Savage and the rest of those dudes play, that's a huge, huge upgrade for the Green Bay Packers and for hopes of a victory. Completely agree. Um, I would love to see Stokes back on the field, see what we actually have in Eric Stokes. So we'll see how that goes. I expect I would be shocked if Christian Watson played in this game. I do not expect Watson to be on that field. I would love for him to be back on that field. Uh, I think he's much needed for this offense, but I don't expect him back. Need A.J. Dillon. I want to see, we talked about this on the last pod, Sparky. I mean, like, maybe not so much in late game situations until his football IQ improves a little bit. More Patrick Taylor. Um, you know, use some of these other guys, but A.J. Dillon's actually been running the ball pretty well. We're going to have to be able to run the ball against Tampa. Although, man, they're pretty good against the run, so probably going to be a bigger game for Jordan Love in the passing attack. It would have been great to have Christian Watson in this game. That's the key injury for me. I, I would love to have Jair in this game, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. And I feel fine even if he's not able to go. You know, the A.J. Dillon thing is interesting because he's dealing with a broken thumb. Uh, LaFleur yeah. was kind of asked about it and pretty much said yes to two questions by Spoon about as far as does he have to get medical clearance and it's going to affect him possibly holding on to the football. That has to be the other thing considered here if, if you're going to play him. And he just said yes and smiled. Uh, to both of those. So obviously he's must've been cleared because he's practicing. Now the question is how can he, how much is he able to grip the football with a broken thumb? I mean, that that's not going to be an easy deal. I can't imagine. I mean, I know Brett Favre played through stuff uh, as a quarterback, but as a running back, you're holding on that football and dudes are constantly kind of hitting you in right in that area of where you're holding the football. 
that's going to be a, a tough, tough thing to do if you're A.J. Dillon, I would think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's a tough injury to play through, especially, like you said, at the running back position. You know, running back, quarterback position, even, man, if it's not on your non-throwing hand, uh, it still could be a painful injury to deal with. So we'll see. Uh, it's nice that he's at least going to test it out. You shoot him up with a little Toradol before the game. He might not even know that thumb's broken, right? And then he goes into the half. Maybe you shoot him up with a little bit more Toradol, you know? And uh, I, I don't know, man. I One time at football practice, I mean, granted, this is high school. I right. used to be this guy, but it was disgusting, right? Um, I tried to, like, bat down a pass, and my finger, like, literally just, like, snapped off, man. Like, it was, like, hanging by a thread. And my coach was like, Horvath, get the F back out there. And I showed him my finger and he goes, never mind, we're going to the hospital. <laughs> and uh, they took me to the hospital, dude. And I uh, practiced like two days later with it. It was painful. I was like trying to return punts. I don't know, man. I mean, it's a thumb. Mine was like an index finger, the index finger. So, if you know, I, you got to shoot him up with a little Toradol and maybe uh, that'll work. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes for A.J. Dillon. But I definitely want to have him out there in this game. But like I said, man, it's kind of tough to run the ball against Tampa anyway. So it's going to have to probably be a big Jordan love game anyway. Well, they're saying <clears throat> so far uh, that uh, Kenyon Drake is going to be able to play and they feel confident that if he has to take on a bigger role in this game, that he knows enough uh, that he'll be able to do something. How confident since we're on confident are you, uh, if it ends up being Kenyon Drake and Patrick Taylor in this game as the main running backs, that this team is able to still be able to do something running the football? That's a great question, man, because, like, I don't think they're going to be able to do a whole lot. You know, I think they're really going to need A.J. Dillon for, like, those those tough yards. But who knows? See, it's so tough with these dudes off the street, right? Because we see, like, James Robinson, and I'm like, oh, that's a decent little pickup for the Patriots. And then they cut him. And then, you know, we're like, oh, we'll see what he's got left in the tank. And, and we see him for two snaps, and we're like, ooh, he's got nothing in the tank. That's why he keeps getting cut. Um and then every once in a while, like the Ravens will pick up like a Kenyon Drake type guy off the, off the streets and that system, it'll average six yards per carry for a couple of weeks. So it's so tough, you know, to say, you know, and especially just because we never really know what to expect from the LaFleur offense as is, you know, is it going to be a bunch of like Jaden Reed end arounds that he's going to try? You know, I mean, sometimes even when Aaron Jones is out there fully healthy, we don't give him the football. So I'm not very confident against Tampa that they're going to be able to run the ball. Even if A.J. Dillon does play in this game, even right. if A.J. Dillon was healthy, I don't think they were going to be able to do a whole lot more than like three, four yards per carry. But you're still going to have to run the ball. You can't just – it can't be like Jordan Love dropping back 52 times in this game or they're going to tee off on him. You just need – you're probably not going to hit a whole lot of explosives, but if you could hit like three to four yards, you know, I would want – what I would want in a perfect world, first downs, early downs, quick, short little passes with Jordan Love, you know, run the ball on like second and six, you know, make, make third down more manageable, but I don't think they're going to be able to break off the explosive runs, but you at least got to keep the defense on it. Let's uh, talk about uh, my confidence, I guess a little bit, and maybe it's wishing upon a star, but I, I, I'm going to say confident in Jordan loves accuracy will not be nearly as bad as it was on Monday night. Cause well, I realize it hasn't been the best, but it hasn't been that bad all year. That, that was the single worst game I've seen him play as far as missing wide open guides in the flat and everything else, I would have to think uh, from an accuracy standpoint, he gets back on uh, to the train of where we were for those three weeks where we're, we were winning. Uh, and it's at Lambeau Field, home turf, whole deal. So I'm confident that his accuracy issues 
uh, will be fixed. Concerned. What are you concerned about Ryan Horvat going into Packers Buccaneers coming up on Sunday? Yeah, I'm a little bit uh, concerned actually just about the spot here for Green Bay again, because you go back home and this should be a, okay, we dropped one. We should have had, now we got to bounce back. We go back home, but I'm just concerned because they're a young team. So how do they react now to the loss? Because I was a little bit worried how they were going to react because they were getting hyped up. You know, I, I don't know. They're obviously like not following the betting community, but like people were like, you know, buying futures on the Packers, trying to make the case for the Packers to be a sneaky team. If you turn on like, you know, um, you know, Sunday night football and all that stuff, they were kind of becoming like the headline story, Jordan love the Packers found another one. And then they went out there and laid an egg against the giants. So now I'm just kind of concerned. How do they, how do they react? How do they bounce back from that? Do they go back home pissed off? and take it out on the Buccaneers who are actually like, that's what concerns me about this spot is Tampa needs this one too. You know, they're actually the favorites right now to win the NFC South as crazy as that sounds. The Saints were minus 175, big favorites, you know, to win that division because they pick up Derek Carr and they have that defense. Saints have been a complete letdown and the Bucs got off to a nice little start. Remember two and oh, and then they kind of come back down to earth, but they want this one too. They want to make the playoffs. Baker definitely wants to make the playoffs. So the spot kind of concerns me because if the Packers lose this game, I think they might be in big trouble because I worry about that Bears game a, a lot. The Bears are playing good football right now. A top 10 run defense, getting a little bit better in the secondary. Eberflus is coaching for his job. Justin Fields is playing for his career. I worry about those divisional spots. So it would have been really nice to be able to beat the Giants in Tampa wins that you could have had circled and I don't know you know should feel good about this spot there's three and a half point favorites but we'll see because they are a young team 